hi. Welcome to the round 18 preview as the Blues, mate, face off against the Port Adelaide Power at Marvel Stadium, Saturday afternoon, 4.35pm. There's a bit to be excited about, <laughs> I think. <laughs> this year has been tough. It's been difficult to process. Been a bit of a shock to the system. It always is. There's always that patch in the year, seemingly every year of my life supporting this club where you're like, oh, I didn't expect them to be this bad. Whatever. Whatever. As it stands right now, we've won three games in a row. We are seemingly playing with a renewed spirit. We are seemingly playing with a renewed confidence. We are bringing defensive pressure that we have not seen the likes of since uh, maybe early, early in the season, but more so last year. Uh, we are seeing that overlap running, that selflessness, that connection, that powerful brand of football for the past three games. And now we get to put it against one of the best teams of 2023, if not the best. I think Port Adelaide and Collingwood have put themselves clearly above the rest of the competition. And, you know, it's great. It's it's a relief to be excited again about something. It was only four, five weeks ago. You know, the rhetoric. Blow it up, nuke it, sack him, trade him. It's amazing. We are the best. I fucking love the Carlton supporters. We are just the best. We care so much. We're so passionate. We care so deeply. And um, we just, ultimately, we just want to win. We just want success. We want it now. And patience is just... Patience is worn thin and rightly or wrongly, it is what it is. This is what happens when you play or represent the Carlton Football Club. It, it comes expectation. So irrespective, what a challenge this week. Port Adelaide have won 13 games in a row uh, after starting the season. A little slowly, question marks came out. Every year they do. They, they question Ken Hinckley. I, I don't dive deep into the Port Adelaide forum, so I don't know what the rhetoric is around, you know, keep him, sack him, not sure. But there was a bit of a question mark over him as there is every year. And then since then, they've just gone on this run and it seems to have clicked from the outside looking in. Don't know exactly what the magic formula is. If there are Port Adelaide supporters watching, let, let us know in the comments below. What happened? What's happened? Can we... Can you shed some light into the turnaround? Because I'm, I'm just curious. We'd, we'd like to replicate that on the Carlton side of things. I think one of the most impressive things about Port Adelaide this year is the theme around the captain, Tom Jonas. Great player, great captain, great human. Um, and he hasn't been able to get back into the side. And they, they hold those standards, those selection standards. Like he's the captain of the football club and he's been made to force his way into the side. I think what's happened is uh, he's coming in as they've had an injury. I think Trent McKenzie. So it uh, looks like that'll be the replacement there. Uh, Xavier Dersma looks like he could be there for selection. Scott Lysette, their ruckman, is a question mark at the moment, but could come in. So they've got great form. They've got good players to come back in as well. And they're dangerous. They're, they're a great side. So if there's the ultimate respect. Those of you who have watched the channel for a long time, probably hear me tell this story a lot. Um, but those of you who are new, I have a little link with Port Adelaide. So 2017, I picked up, left my job in Melbourne and I went to China to teach English. And through a series of fortunate events, as happens when you're traveling, right place, right time, 
I got connected with uh, the company that was organizing the AFL game and they got me to, to volunteer and help out with Port Adelaide and just basically follow them around and just if they needed anything, I was there. The title was Fixer. They didn't really need anything at all. Great club. They organize everything themselves. And so I got to meet the Port Adelaide Football Club, sit on the team bus, um, 2017, 18 and 19, I was going back to Shanghai and, and doing that. So it's a really unique experience and one that really opened my eyes up to what's possible in a sporting sense, in a life sense, in a travel sense. And I think through that experience, I got to learn a bit about the standards and what makes good culture and what makes good people. They've got really, really, really top line people at the top. Um, Keith Thomas was a, a really impressive figure at the time. I'll never forget some of the little comments that he was making around making sure that everyone carries himself in a manner that is aligned with you know the club and its values and uh, the players you know respectful. And I remember Vossi was coaching as an assistant coach at the time there, and I tell this story every single time I bring this up. I'll never forget this moment. Uh, it was after training. We're at Jiangwan Stadium in Shanghai. Training had finished. And he was doing this drill with Dersma, Butters, and Rosie, who at the time were really new into the league. This was 2019. This was the final year that I was there. And I'll never forget just the the way they were interacting with him. It was just a simple drill. It wasn't there wasn't anything magical happening, but I remember it grabbing my attention. And I remember thinking, oh, I wish Michael Voss was coaching Carlton. And so it's funny how the stars align and how it all comes full circle. Uh, Vossi's now with us as our head coach. I'm wrapped with that. And, you know, um, there's, a, there's a respect for Port Adelaide. Uh, this week, though, we've got to beat them. We've got to try and beat them. And I think it's possible. Of course, it's possible. Uh, anything's possible in this sport. There are twists and turns in the AFL season every single year. Uh, obviously, Port are heavy favorites and rightly so. Better team. There's no doubting that they're the better team this year than us. So we put that to one side. And then we just hope. Now, I get sucked into ladder predictors. We did it last Saturday. We look ahead. But really, it's just all about Saturday afternoon, just one game at a time. And I think, oh, for the first time in a long time this season, like I'm really excited for the game and I'm really excited for the atmosphere. I think the last three games have brought with it a bit more hope. We're back in the hunt. We're back in the mix to be a feature in the final series. And, you know, with that comes a bit of excitement and a bit of hope. And so I would feel like there's going to be a, an electric atmosphere this week. And I, I think all of a sudden, it's kind of like the fans, you've been called up, you've been summoned. We need you this week. I, I, I sense that, you know, we're going to need every little ounce of energy that we can get from anywhere to beat Port Adelaide, let alone compete with them. And so I'm... Um, kind of forecasting a really electric atmosphere on Saturday. I think there's a, I can sense the buildup amongst all of us, the messages I've seen, the comments on Instagram and everywhere. I, I can sense it and I feel it myself and, oh man, I just can't wait to be there and just soak it up and absorb it. You know, we've got seven games remaining for the regular season and, you know, before you know it, footy's over and we're going to miss it. So you, you got to soak it up while it's here. From our lens, not sure about changes. You know, Matt Kennedy obviously hurt his knee. It was a an MCL sprain, high grade. So he's going to be out for about six weeks, give or take. Thankfully, it's not a, an ACL injury. To be honest with you, 
I'm just thinking George Hewitt, just elevate him from the sub to starting, like for like, get some power in the midfield. We're going to need it because they've got a really good midfield. And so I'm thinking, you know, George Hewitt would come in for Matt Kennedy. And then there's the question around the ruck situation. You know, last week it was, it was Darcy and Jackson. And, you know, we go into the game with Silvani and Lewis Young and we end up dominating the clearances and, you know, really losing the hit out. So I don't know if we found something unique to the rest of the competition this year accidentally because Tom DeConing's been hurt and so has Mark Pitternett. And I don't know what we do. Do we just go in with Silvani and, and Young and, and, you know, concede the hit out battle in exchange for gaining an advantage at stoppage around the ground. Um, Sam Mays is playing for Port Adelaide in the ruck at the moment. And if Scott Lysette comes in, like obviously he's a he's a very seasoned ruckman. He's very good. So um, at the time of filming, I'm not sure what they're doing on their end, but I did mention those that are going to come in. They get their captain back and, you know, he's going to be playing well. There's no doubt about that. He's a proud he's a proud man and he's a, he's a strong competitor. So, yeah, mate, it's on for young and old Saturday afternoon. Like, oh, mate, haven't felt this excited in a while. Come on, man. Come on. So... That's that. That's the preview. I'm going to get there nice and early and soak it all up. Like I've, I've already got that. You know you know when you go early so you like don't feel that ang- that anxiety of being late? Like I'm already feeling that anxiety of being late right now. <laughs> and it's Wednesday afternoon. So yeah, it's, it's just good to feel good again. It's good to be excited again. And you know, win or lose, I think as long as we bring that application to the contest that we've been bringing the last three weeks, it will challenge sides and it will force Port Adelaide to really have to bring their best to beat us. So that, that that's what it is for me. The result will be the result. The manner in which we play is for me the most important thing this week. So that mentality, that intensity, that you know swarming notion that we are seeing at stoppage and at contest if it's not one it's the next and then there's that overlap run if we bring that I think it'll be a really good game and it'll force Port Adelaide to have to find something and and I think that's what I want more than anything force Port Adelaide to absolutely bring their best if they are to beat us you know but Jacob Wiedering plays his 150th game this Saturday which I saw the the notification early in the week and it, it like it hits you in the face. You know, time goes so quickly seemingly. You know, the the season to season, week to week, round to round drags on. But before you know it, you know, Jacob Wiedering is now in that second half of his career, final third, I don't know how you see it. Um, and it's remarkable, you know, to see that we now have some history and and layers and experiences and and memories with these players you know Jacob we had the you know the great first season and he struggled a little bit in his second was getting a little injured putting himself in positions and just he was a little unlucky with some of the the knocks that he copped lost a bit of confidence a bit of form went forward went back you know he's gone through he's gone through a range of different experiences I remember he played he played in the VFL one week to get some confidence played against Frankston dominated and then never featured in the VFL again um circle to this year obviously he's had his challenges with his form and what's happened off field and you know it's it's the challenges that define him 
and it's the challenges that define anybody really you know you can't it, it can't always just be rosy and it can't always just be on an upward trajectory nothing is linear and i think jacob weedering is a really good story and a really good example of that like obviously very highly touted number one pick and i think the way he's conducted himself as a professional has been first class uh, he's one of my favorites just because he's a no-nonsense kind of guy no limelight kind of guy I like that he has now seemingly come into his own as a, as a leader, as a voice. And, uh, you know, just want to wish him congratulations and, and all the best for a great 150th. And, you know, he looks to be playing with some confidence again, which is exciting for us, dangerous for the rest of the competition. I think the beauty of Jacob, even, even with his struggles this season, defensively, one-on-one, still has been rock solid and very reliable. It was probably more the offensive part of his game where he looked to be a little bit uh, lacking in just sharpness of decision making but that seems to be back and you know good luck to him this week so yeah that's it i'm roaring for saturday afternoon i really am uh, so what about you how do you how do you sit right now i mean you're watching this probably on a wednesday or a thursday and so how are you sitting midweek with this round how do you feel what are your thoughts about the game and share with me those in the comments below. And mate, see you on Saturday. See you on Saturday. Go Blues.